Welcome to our Wednesday devotional on our journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. Today we consider chapter 14, verses 53 to 65. Jesus has been betrayed by Judas, and our passage tells us that he's been handed over to the religious leaders for trial. In verse 53, they led Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. This collection of religious leaders is the Sanhedrin, the highest ruling court of the Jewish people. And in theory, it had strict rules to guard against miscarriages of justice. Despite its constitution, it is clear that there was a basic miscarriage of justice. For in verse 55 we read, Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death but they found none. Clearly, they're not interested in discovering the truth, only in finding a charge that will stick so that they can put Jesus to death. They are going through the act of holding a court procedure, but they are determined on there being only one outcome. Behind this decision to find Jesus guilty was envy, for they couldn't cope with his popularity, and hatred, for he exposed them for what they were. So clearly they were not neutral judges. They actively sought evidence against him, but there was no evidence to condemn him. So false charges are made against him, for we read in verse 56, for many bore false witnesses against him. J.C. Ryle says, to be seized unjustly and put on trial as a criminal when innocent is a severe affliction. But to hear men inventing false charges, this is a cross indeed. All this was part of the cup which Jesus drank for our sakes. Great indeed was the price at which our souls were redeemed. It's important to note that we are told in verse 56 that those who bore false witness against Jesus did not agree with each other. And so by all that is put before the court, Jesus is shown to be innocent. And that is important because he needs to be innocent and sinless to be our saviour. When the false charges are made, we are told in verse 61, he, Jesus, remained silent and made no answer. Jesus keeps silent for a number of reasons. Firstly, symbolically emphasising that no genuine charge was brought against him. He had nothing to answer. Secondly, he is fulfilling prophecy. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7. Thirdly, he is forcing the issue because he wants the high priest to ask the vital question, which the high priest does in verse 61. Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Are you the Christ is, are you the Anointed One? The corresponding Hebrew word is Messiah. Son of the Blessed is a reverent term for the Son of God. In answering that question, Jesus will now explicitly reveal who he is before the highest authorities in the Jewish nation. 
The answer he gives to the question is in verse 62. I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. I am is the name for God in the Old Testament. Son of Man is the way that Daniel in the Old Testament describes the coming Messiah, who is God. Jesus' answer is not only a statement of who he is, but also a warning about what he will do, for he is coming again to judge the world. The response of the religious leaders is expected. In verse 63 and 64, what further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. But Jesus is still innocent. It is not blasphemy, for this is who he is. The final verse shows us what is going on in the heart of the religious leaders. There's the veneer of a trial, the gloss of a trial. All seems respectable, but look at the hatred in their hearts. Some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to strike him. This scene has been repeated down through history. Many a follower of Jesus has been treated in this way simply because they are faithful to Jesus. It goes on today in some parts of the world. We must pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters. Join me on Friday.